Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 26th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. It's uh, it's Swamp Week. <laughs> swamp life, alive and well. Swimming in it down there in uh, South Florida. It's just uh, one of our favorite weeks of the year. Less about the golf and more about kind of all the the entertainment, the ancillary stuff on the edges. Given how many swamp residents aren't playing, I bet it's a big party week down there. That could be. Maybe the they're hosting house parties, things like that. The square grouper, the woods, probably got a lot of action going on. I've heard a lot about this square grouper place from friends of the program. And I'm thinking, I mean, I really, it's it's been played up like, you know, Club Med or something back in the, Back in the eighties or whatever, this is just the place to be. This this um, fantastic scene. I, I've got to get down there and check this place out. I mean, it is a it is one of the the country's premier tiki bars. I mean, you're not okay. going to find find many tiki bars that are that are. Uh, I, I I guess you know there's it's just such a great cross cut of of culture down there. Club Med was absolutely not what I meant. I meant Studio Fifty Four. Studio Fifty Four, <laughs> the party scene. So I, I wouldn't recommend going to eat at the Square Grouper. That's what. I oh will, really? I oh my! Say. Oh my! I, okay. they, you know they do uh, they do very small snacks, but I, it's not not a, they got a whole strip of bars there. You know, Guanabana. Speaking of food, I guess you know Tiger's menu choices are out. That was catnip this morning. Lot lot of. A lot of discussion of Tiger's uh, food choices for his champions dinner. I haven't looked at it. What what's the, what's the what's on the menu? I guess uh, I don't remember. He said fajitas and steak, owing to his Southern California roots, which I didn't know steak was just a Southern California thing. I guess um, sashimi, sushi, wow, uh, diverse, and diverse. milkshakes potentially. It sounds like still debating milkshakes. That's that was big news. Catnip. That's what we call catnip. So uh, the uh, social media sharing of that. He had his master's conference call today. I forgot to dial in. But um, did you that, forget? I did. I forgot to RSVP and then also to dial in. So, um, but but it was covered <laughs> significantly, widely by everyone. Um, so yeah, I, I love this. We, do you like the Honda Classic week? It's fine. I mean, oh, it's it's an event. Not exactly a ringing endorsement there. It's is it in my top echelon of PGA Tour events? No. Is it in the bottom? No. I think one of the things that's always interesting with the Honda Classic is that South Florida in March you get really tough weather. So this week won't be any different. I saw that it's uh, 
you're going to get some weather and it's going to be, you're going to get that North wind and North wind when you play in Florida is always tough. Uh, so it, the thing with, with, with the Honda is you get a very challenging, challenging golf tournament. The golf course is obviously very penal, uh, narrow fairways, thick, rough, um, big, big bronze statue of a bear out there yeah. that, that can scare you. Lots of water, but then you also get the weather where, you know, playing in a, in a, in a 20 mile, you know, high teens, 20 mile an hour Florida wind is really hard golf. I mean, if anybody that hasn't experienced it, it is, it's just challenging, especially with, with the golf course they play. So what you see here, you see a lot of randomness. You don't see a lot of, uh, you know, there aren't similarities. I think one of the things that happens is like, the guys that are hitting it the best on a given week really separate themselves at the Honda because you can't fake it when it's, when it's blowing down there. I remember you, an old take of yours, I want to say 2018, probably tiger coming back. And people thought after Riviera where he blew it all over the place, driving it, you thought he'd actually play better at Honda. I mean, it was, you'd think there's, it might be more penal if you miss one, given all the hazards everywhere. But it doesn't like give it kind you, of forces you yeah. to play a very specific. It doesn't give you the opportunity to bail out, so you have to commit to to shots so much. And I think Tiger's made a career of of being the golfer that's like, okay, there's water left. I'm aiming it down the right side of the fairway, and I'm just yeah. taking a, a penalty shot out of play. So yeah. with the Honda, where you got you got houses on the right and water on the left, you can't do that as much. Um, so it's a uh, it's a execution golf course. So yeah. you're gonna. I think the guys that have played here consistently well are guys that have a game plan and and can execute it well. And they're usually you know like Sergio's had a lot of success. Obviously, a great ball striker. Uh, Ricky's had a lot of success here. Great ball striker. Um, you know, so we, that's, that's kind of the, uh, run of the mill here. And obviously then you see a lot of guys that, you know, all the guys on the PGA tour can have a really great ball striking week. So you see Mitchell yeah, last year, I mean, not necessarily known for that, but drives it great, you know, drives it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then it's about who putts well. So I think this is a, an event where you just see a lot of the class ball strikers kind of elevate themselves usually. And then you got the cougar scene and the, the you know. The 17th, the new 17th hole. People What's don't really deal? like it. They what does that mean? Well, it's What's like it a do? big, it's a big stadium. Everybody's getting wasted at the 17th hole. I mean, they're hole. on top of you. I think this is kind of like the authentic man's TPC Scottsdale, quite honestly. It's a different crowd. It's less bachelor parties and more I divorcee think the, parties. But uh, I've it, heard the players take a little bit of exception to it. Yeah, I don't think they love the. Uh, well, it's chirping. just it's a lot more challenging of a shot than Scottsdale. <laughs> right. Scottsdale's like a stock wedge, you know, right. in a in a dome like setting because it rarely blows in Scottsdale. Versus here, you're you're dealing with like a twenty mile an hour Florida crosswind, two hundred yard par three over water <laughs> to a tiny green that, you know, Jack made a fader's delight. <laughs> if you are on the grounds this week, I don't know who's gonna be down there. Maybe the, the Zacharias crew, the regular listeners. If you're in the area, please send any kind of uh, source assets, source material of the scene. Whether that's the lobby at PGA National, which 
You know, I shared on Instagram the old Ryan Lavner chronicling of that. I mean, just that is in my wheelhouse. I know you're talking all about golf course design here and the challenge of it, but the, you know, the sociological study that you could do down there would be quite significant in my opinion. That's what I would go there to observe more, I guess, the anthropology of the whole scene. I mean, South Florida is just a great cultural study because you have so many different uh, demographics of people converging, you know, in, yeah. in in these big areas. Like, you know, you've got the retirees, you've got the inland Florida crew, you've got, you know, you just just an unbelievable scene. You got the cougar. There's, you know, immense cougar <laughs> scene. <laughs> It's just it. It's a. I don't think there's any cross cut cut of society quite like South Florida. Ah, uh, interesting. The, okay. it's the, why it's what makes the swamp the swamp. Yeah, fantastic. All right, featured groups have just come in in the email, hot off the presses. Wow, early thir- recording. Thursday, seven thirty-five a.m. We have Victor Hovland, Neiman, and Ricky Fowler. That's a good group. Hovland's a good pick. He should play well here. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, we have Justin Rose, Billy Horschel, and Tommy Fleetwood. How's Ricky? Do you think Ricky's going to have like an identity crisis in that that group of youngins? Is he going to think, man, I'm not that young anymore? (laughs) Like, is he still the cool, hip guy when he's playing with a a 221 year old? That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, he's married now, he's in his 30s. I don't know. Is he still doing the motorbike stuff? I don't know that we've seen that anymore. But yeah, that's interesting. Two guys in their early 20s. Probably has a great relationship with Hovland via Oklahoma State. Right? As they would say on the broadcast. Just a great relationship. Like like Geronimo and JT. <laughs> so, um, so he'll be playing... <laughs> I, 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 I want to start a GoFundMe that, that just funds Geronimo flying across the country to all, <laughs> all the events this summer. Like, I think that's something we should put together. Like, a GoFundMe, get, get, him, get him to the U.S. Open, get him to the Masters, get him to the PGA. Just get Geronimo everywhere. Just dare the networks to keep showing him. Like, make this a part of your daily coverage. Get him tickets to every event. (laughs) That's an amazing idea. All right. You know what? I will say, those are some great groups to watch. Wait, I I don't even know who is after. I tuned out after. Rose, Rose, Horschel, Fleetwood. Okay. Rosie and Fleetwood playing Honda. It's not bad. It's a good group to watch. They got seven of the top 25 in the OWGR. Uh, then late late coverage is Lowry, Woodland, Usti, Brooksy, Wolf, and Keith Mitchell. Then on Friday, Brooksy, Wolf, and Mitchell will be in the first group. Fan vote Friday. <laughs> Fan vote Friday. <laughs> is Westy in it again? <laughs> no, but there is a FedEx, FedEx representative. Or I'm sorry, a UPS representative. Usti. This first group, this first group's amazing. Ah, uh, Fanvo Friday, VJ Singh, Stuart, <laughs> Stuart Sink, and Luke Donald. Oh my God! What? That's like a top ten of the world in 2010. Is this the Colaguard? What? Oh my God! So Luke Donald, Stuart Sink, and VJ Singh. I think we got to try to vote them in. 
I don't versus know. I, I, I meddled with fan vote last yeah, week. That's enough. Lowry, Woodland, and uh, Usti, the other option. I mean, that that's, that's it? Those are the only two groups <laughs> worthy of putting up for vote? All right, so, so so Stig had, had one top 10 last year. Here, right? Honda? Uh, I think he, the, he wasn't he kind of... Houston, Houston. Okay. Okay. Yes, Houston. Uh, Sing sing top ten here last year. T six. Oh, that's I thought you said sing. Okay, sing one sing, top ten. Sing right. one top ten. Luke Luke Donald. You know, fan, big fan of Luke Donald. Last he had Chicago two, zone. Two, two top tens last year. He had Dunhill and uh, Valspar. So, so you got you got you got four combined top that's tens in, in the last last year. In that group, I wonder what you can't get a better the, group. Can't get a better group than that. I wonder what ended, went into the deliberations about that. Like you D- got Donald, what do they have thirty-six Don- groups. Probably, I don't know. They've got like twenty. I don't know, fifteen, twenty options in the afternoon. So D- Donald's four fifty-six in the OWGR. Sinks two forty in the OWGR, and Sing is. Uh, let's see. Do you get points for Champions Tour events? No, no. no. no Sings right. eight twenty in the OWGR, so they average out to about, uh, my math's right, probably about six hundred, five okay. five hundred to six hundred range there. Yeah. So I mean, if you're a monthly you, subscriber, you know, you might not feel like you're getting your money's worth. But we're sandwiched here between uh, WGCs and elevated statuses but, and the player. So. Like, think about that. Do you, is there are there five worst groups combined cumulative OWGR in the field? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I did see Daniel Wetterick Monday. Then give big up big ups to Wetterick, Ohio State, uh, not son of but nephew of Ryder Cup legend Brett Wetterick. Sounds like we might be sponsoring him if he if he's interested in the Outback car. We're sending him some shotgun start hats, golf shirts. <laughs> Maybe some golf gloves, which we don't believe in. You know, we got all that from the merchandise store. We're sending up to them. Maybe, maybe we'll sponsor. Uh, I don't even know if those Outback cards are expired or not. <laughs> I told you, my real it's, Ill- gave- it's illegal to have expired gift cards. Is it really? I think so. I think they have to give you some semblance of value. That doesn't sound right. If, there, if there's no clear expiration date on them, I, I believe, because there's a startup in Chicago, I remember, that did, you know, that sell, sold gift cards. So you could, if you had gift cards, you could put it on there and sell them to people. So you could sell, like, say you had a Sports Authority gift yeah. card for 500 bucks, you could sell it for 350 God. <laughs> well, what at Sports Authority? Yeah. I guess you're out it's, of luck. It's the business is going to you up, though. Yeah. Like Sports Authority, you're kind of screwed. All right. So those are your uh so go I got some stats on the field. <laughs> okay, can I give you notables? I guess we've probably already gone through them all. We've already gone through them. Westy and Usti made notables, as did Lucas Beauregard. Namath, Joe Namath down in South Florida. All right, continue. All right, so I got um I did some I looked back at some PGA tour first looks. You know, they do these little preview posts. Um they get it's like a nice they always it's a nice little summary of what's okay. what's what's the week ahead. Okay. So this year we got seven of the top twenty five in the OWGR at the Honda. 
So I looked back and I, I pulled up the 2015 first look. We had 16 of the top 25 in the world at the Honda. I think we had Tiger, Phil, Rory, everybody. So 2016, we had 13 of the top 25. 2016 was the last year of the Doral WGC. Doral. Yeah. 2017, first year of Mexico, goes to 12 of the top 25. 2018, 10 of the top 25. Now, 2019 in their preview, I didn't take the time to go back, and I apologize to the readers that oh, I didn't fine. cross-reference the field to the OWGR. They, they, they went to the FedEx Cup. They went 12 of the top 30 in the FedEx Cup. Total bullshit that they switched. Oh, this. they switched it up on you. <laughs> yeah, FedEx. So, so I'm guessing it's going to be in that 10, 10 to 7 and this this sure. week we got seven, so it's just getting worse and worse. Right, and, less uh, and less stars. You can't blame the players, right? I mean, no this is the schedule. If you're Rory, you would, I think, Ricky, Tiger, Rory, they would like to play an event where they can sleep in their own beds, regardless of whether the course kind of can maybe not be the gentlest on them. I think they like to play this, but they're just. You're, you're, then you're going four weeks in a row or three at a minimum if you don't do the WGC because and you got, you got Genesis right before it. Yeah, you're in LA. You got a, you got WGC. You got API and players. It's just really, really packed in here. Like, so. where would you take a week off when you go Genesis, WGC, Honda, API, players? Then you got Valspar. Then you got WGC. Texas, and then you got the Masters. Yeah, I mean that's I an mean, eight-week run where you got essentially five events that you, you almost feel like you have to play in. Yeah, I Mexico might be a week off. Do the Ricky thing where you take Mexico off and play Honda, but yeah, it, Honda's going to be the one that kind of gets get Honda and Valspar are going to be left kind of flailing about, which is unfortunate as we've mentioned many times i think the guy's name is ken kennerly i believe like they they worked really hard to make this a thing and go ahead this kind of dovetails into that idea i talked about um how the pgl could inspire a good idea by the pga tour if you took out the wgc's out of the schedule we would not have a problem what would you put in there well so just like remove those from the weeks yeah. and put those, say they were in their own season. Like you have your own season of WGCs, right? Yeah. It's like a, yeah. the WGC swing, you know, right. whatever you want to call it. And, you know, you get the guys to play because they're no cut big money events and you get the best players to play in them because it's, you know, they, that's the way you pitch the WGC swing of the calendar in the fall, right? Sure, sure. And and then all of a sudden you got Genesis. You're going to have a, a a regular event after Genesis. You got Honda, API players. Like people would probably skip out of that that regular event after Genesis. Then they play those three weeks in a row. Then you got Valspar, which would you know some people might skip Honda and play Valspar instead. And then you have another regular event and you have the Texas event before the Masters. Maybe you bump the Texas event up a week and then you add an event closer to Georgia that is your run-in with like the same grass type of agronomic conditions to the Masters. And then you just don't have this problem. You don't have this crazy crunch schedule where players are forced to skip events. 
if you just get rid of the WGCs? Because you have two yeah. elevated events in here. Like, if you want the elevated events to mean, like, they mean, they do mean something. Like, people go to the Arnold Palmer and people go to the Genesis events. Yeah. But I, th- right. I think the WGCs are a necessary evil. I mean, now, especially with the PGL encroaching. Well, what I'm saying is you just make the, the WGCs their own, like, you got this huge fall slate now, right? And yeah, if you saying. just just yeah. make it like a cool part of the season, and actually make it a real WGC thing, and maybe expand right. it expand it to six events from September through through November. What's interesting this year is we have this whole month off between the Ultimate Prize and the Ryder Cup. You know, like we just go away for four or five weeks. That's kind what of I'm interesting. Saying. They've moved it up, and the other thing you could do, like, remember how awesome the the Presidents Cup was at that time of year? Yeah. Like, imagine because that's if you, if you do that, if you do it where you go across the world with these WGCs, you could find yourself in these nice TV windows with, you know, August <laughs> is is you know you got your ultimate prize there, right? But. Then you go September and, and and you go to places and you maybe you go during the week you do tr- championships during the week and you come home and it's prime time golf right yeah yep big Speaking money of these... no cut yeah yeah you could do a team it, it would just require them to think a little bit outside the box which I realize when you're a gluttonous massive organization like the PGA Tour focused on marketing rather than product is basically impossible. Yeah, that seems like going to be, you'd be upending too much, you know. Although they did just rework the schedule significantly when you're talking about PGA Tour terms. Maybe I'll write write a modest proposal. There you go. I'll fax it over to Jay Monahan, see if he reads it. They probably still have a fax machine. They probably do, I'm sure. Uh, Let's get back to the field here. I like your idea. I mean, you're you're always bouncing around ideas, bouncing around up in that head of yours. <clears throat> How to make the product better? One thing I will say about this Honda, though, it's good for the uh, KFT grads. You actually get starts. There's a big bucket of those guys from the uh, Corn Ferry Tour last year, which is good. And it's, also- a, it's a great event where you, as a KFT grad, like you can win because it, it, it's going to. You're not going to fluke it around this place right yeah. like if you're not playing well this place is going to expose you there's 12 major medicals perfect good for that uh dl3 playing taking the pulling danny chops taking the headset off picking up his clubs oh He's cbs is off this week career money exemption luke donald and bovan pelt uh life members dl3 and vj got in that's the life member exemption patty harrington Ryder cup captain part-time player gets the past champion exemption sponsors un- unrestricted are rio ishikawa kurt kideyama people are some kideyama friends are not happy that we're calling him like a fake american <laughs> we just met he's not an american a stateside tour player he's a full-blown euro tour he's a great how dare you call him a fake American? I'm sorry. We didn't mean he's citizen. I don't know if I've got to back up my, my statement. <laughs> he's a and fake Ryan, American golfer. 
that could it, that could be a good thing. Yeah, it's good yeah. to be anonymous. Like Brooksy's a, a fake American golfer. He didn't. Respect. He didn't. He didn't come up with the silver spoon. That's all that means. Hey, did you see their the Olympics might be called off altogether? Uh, yeah, it's that Corona it's thing. Is... It right now, they got to know by late May. They have three month window. They might just call off the, all the Olympics. The Corona thing's really scary. Not good. Not a good situation. Um, but we're here to bring. We're not here to bring more anxiety. We're here to bring levity. Uh, any other? I'm just looking through the field here. It's good. It's it's. I like how there's a lot of those old guys, the life member thing, the, the career money stuff. But there's uh, an eclectic mix. I do like all the KFT grads getting a shot. Any other thoughts on Honda before we move on? Um, no, not really. We got to make our our picks. Yeah, let's do it. One and done. I'm going with Billy Horschel. Oh, that's Played not well. bad. Pretty good pick. Looked good in Mexico. I think he's in the featured groups. Always, I think he plays well here often. But he's played well me. in the past. Don't I'm, quote me on that, but yeah, I'm really hung up. I, I've, I, this has been, I, my heart has been really trying to get myself on Lee Westwood. It's a great setup for him. Especially sure. conditions get tough. It's ball strikers paradise. Are you concerned about the uh, environment, the square grouper element? You know, or the PGA National Lobby, the the party scene. Yes, I am. I am. I mean, mid 40s scene. This is Westy. It's like a meatball over the middle for him. Mid 40s party scene. I think that it's, I'd be remiss not to pick a European here because this presents, you don't get a lot of opportunities to pick one of the top flight Euros. So I'm going to go with, uh, I'm taking Fleetwood. I will say, that's a great pick. I will say, I don't mind and this is this is kind of a galaxy brain thing you're really reaching, but I don't mind the WGCs for that fact. They get some Euro Tour players over. We get to watch them through February, March, through Austin. Wouldn't they be over anyways before the Masters? Some. I don't know that they'd come now. They wouldn't be playing Honda. They wouldn't be playing like They Bacon, might though. Molinari. They might. I, I don't I don't know if they'd be over here this early. They might come over for Houston. Oh, it's no longer Houston, but I was I, I was looking. I really like Woodland too this week, and uh, he's playing a lot, huh? I, he is, and he lives there. And I also like Usti. I, I I like the guys that are like premier strikers. Sure, of course. So I'm taking I'm taking Fleetwood. All right, elsewhere, Fleetwood. Okay, Fleetwood and Horschel. I think so. he had a top five. Uh, Two years ago, fourth, fourth, uh, 2018. Didn't play last year. European tour. We have the Oman Open at Al Golf Course or Golf Club in Muscat, Oman, which is the subject it's last too bad, week. Too bad the Muscat's not playing. Yeah, he had neck issue and home turf. Notables: Martin Keimer, Minwoo Lee, Houton Lee, Pablo Larathabal, Benjamin Herbert, Haybear. Justin Saw and Thomas Detry. That will be on Detry. Uh, Detry. Every time. Just miss mispronouncing a line I names. I think I do get that one wrong every time. Thomas. Right, so. Thomas Detry. <laughs> I, forgot. I forgot about that. All right. Third that's overnight Thursday nights and then five thirty to eight thirty on golf channel. Uh little 
coffee golf, maybe a little early, especially if you're worse for the wear. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But I forgot the Honda. That's this is a, it's in the insomnia zone. This is insomnia it, golf. Sure, sure. Um, so that's the European tour. I have nothing profound to say about the Oman Open. Defending champs, Kirk Kitayama, who is over in the swamp, not even playing. Purse is $1.75 million. It's kind of which, disrespectful for, for Kitayama not to defend his crown. I wonder. Yeah, the folks of Oman might be offended. But the purse is $1.75 million, which I'm quite certain. Is that less than the winner got in Mexico? I think no. I think it's right yeah. around. It's 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 got to be within a hundred thousand of the winner. So European tour event last week, technically, the winner's purse was more than the entire purse this week in Oman. Well, this uh, that problem that they ran into with the Zozo or something, or the some of the Japanese events where they had knew a bunch of Americans were going to play, so they bumped the purse way up, yeah. and then and then the 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 purse the order of merit for the Japanese tour got all messed up. Yes. Because like yeah. if you if you finished top 10 it was, it was like a win it was like a win in like three events. <laughs> or if you won it it was like winning every event for a month and a half or something like that. Just uh, disproportionate. <laughs> I'll give you one guess. <clears throat> Do you know who designed Almuge Golf Course or Golf Club? Almuge GC. Seems like it'd be like a Greg Norman. Perfect. I knew you'd get it. Norman, 2012. It was it was between player and Norman, really. <laughs> you know, those guys have racked up like 400 course designs, and, and most of them you've never <laughs> even heard of. So. He's over there walking around shirtless and must get the design course in 2012. Okay. <laughs> I knew you'd get it. All right. <clears throat> PGA Tour champions. We have. Yes. <laughs> Dump in a box, Kolagard classic event of the week. <laughs> yes, fantastic. <laughs> Omni Tucson National Catalina course in Tucson, Arizona, designed by Robert Bruce Harris, redesigned by Tom Lehman in 2005. Purse 1.75 million. Defending champ, market nearer, Mark O'Meara. Notables, Ernie Els, Bernhard Lahner, Scott McCarron, Steve Stricker, John Smoltz. He's a notable. Jose Maria Olafaball, Colin Montgomery, and Billy Mayfair. It's an eclectic mix of notables. Olafaball. Olafaball. Um, that's I, on late. That's on prime time, six thirty, eight thirty on Golf Channel. So, what do you, what are you what are you saying over there? Making a joke about my pronunciation? Nothing. I'm not saying anything. So, to be clear. We are not against Colagard as a product. We're not. We are not for colon cancer. We are not. We're not. We're just. The nature of the product is you defecate in a box and you ship it somewhere and they test and that's it. And we, you know, I have to find it mildly amusing that that is the sponsor of a of a professional golf tournament. But certainly, if you are a listener of a certain age, go get that. We don't want. We want you hanging around. We want you listening longer. Please go dump in a box if you must. Colgard, I'm sure there's other screenings. We don't want to. You know, I think say we, should have, we should but have. But it sounds like you know every we want everybody to be healthy and happy, and we're not against Colgard or for cancer. It's just nature of the product. Dump in a box classic. I think that we should have that dump in the box classic shirt that one of our uh, listeners sent us. 
as one of the prizes for the pool this year. This I got, uh, news. got news for you. I got someone on the ground that is uh, procuring, hopefully procuring a couple of those shirts. Oh, so, excellent! Yeah. And, and I have I have intel from the ground. Every player gets a complimentary Colaguard box in his locker hey, when he gets there. <laughs> I mean, you think what do you think's going on in that locker room? I mean, lots, of dumb, lots of dumping. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to get crude. The mind wanders. You open your locker. I mean, what do you, you got? Headphones. You got like a new. What, what's the player gift? Well, here's the Colaguard box. There hey, you go. I, I, given this elevated status of this week's event, you know the the dump in the box classic. Elevated status <laughs> where here? Yeah. The okay. I, I wanted to rattle off the uh the power rankings for those who play champions to our <laughs> fantasy golf some real money game some yeah. uh yeah some gambling going on the favorite steve stricker he's making his first start of the season who's that I steve stricker there. steve okay. stricker the favorite Fini just that fresh off pj tour live at riviera he, he finished uh t6 last year and second in in the uh in the uh 2017 event and won 2018's Interesting. sterling record you know who's number two uh mccarran big urn oh yeah that makes sense that makes sense he's he's i mean he's been playing all over the world and then uh then scott perell's number three woody austin kind of up in the stratosphere he thinks he belongs in he's number four and uh, then he's and then he got Quigley and McCarran, Doug Barron. Look at that that murderous row. Quigley, McCarran's down there, huh? He's he's only got one top ten this season. Uh, all right, should we do a little little scuttlebutt, a little Champions Tour drama? Yeah. So it sounds like I mean we talked obviously the subject of anchoring and or the lawn putters is is a hot topic on the champions tour which we've brought to light often here but so it, it really sounds like there's just two camps like the sharks and the jets it's just really tense has been for a year now plus and i heard this is a pretty juicy one the anchoring bitterness it got so heated last year on the senior circuit that there was a big cat fight between mccarran's wife and another oh my god and that perhaps one uh, uh, had her credentials, or one wag had their credentials or privileges revoked for the season. I'm guessing it's not McCarran's wife. Because she was in the clubhouse in Phoenix, right? I think she, she was in the clubhouse in Phoenix. There. I don't think that's, I don't, yeah, I don't think it was her, but it sounds like, yeah. The, 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 like we talked about players, you know, playing with Lana and storming off the course, berating, you know, champions tour officials and storming off in the parking lot. We've heard a lot of, a lot of drama last year, but I, I never, I heard it, it extended even to the uh, significant others. Let me and ask you a question. Would, uh, wouldn't the P uh, the champions tour make way more sense if it was like 20 guys and it was just like, you have to be a legend of the game to play. Yeah, Totally. Wouldn't it be, would you be more interested in watching like Ernie, uh, Stricker, Gary Nicholas, 
Str- Ernie Stricker, Couples, and and Longer. Would you be more interested in watching those four play like a Scotch game, or watching the Dump in the Box classic? Yeah, I mean, I think it's what sucks about this is it's really a it's defacing the conquistadors. So that was a classic event. You know, you got Johnny Miller, the Desert Fox. Like the the old Tucson event was. Uh, pretty a staple of the pga tour and now we've got you know the dump in a box classic with guys who you've never heard of i would rather watch a two-day skins game with like eight guys monty you could get in there just pull all the big names retief ernie like that would be interesting i'd watch that do so you think we're headed for that is there a reality check is there a there needs uh, to be a correction here where the champions tour no longer exists, but maybe there's some sort of like silly game circuit, the the PGL for seniors. Honestly, the PGL for seniors would be splendid. I mean, that's what the PGA tour should do, right? Try, try to, they can't be making money on like the ratings. Well, like I think it would draw better. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just try to talk about when you talk about marketing, the product that's just pure marketing. That's what the champ, whatever some sort of PGL champions tour should be. Get the just get the biggest names, regardless of current form or record. Make some goofy formats. Find some prime time slots or different time zones and different event. Like that's what it should be, and make it limited in nature. And then you have, I guess, the majors running their, you know, the organizations running their senior majors. Because like I'll watch Ernie Ellis play golf anywhere. <laughs> okay. You know? Sure. That's a, that's a reality. And that's, I think, everybody, the way they feel about the superstars of the game. Like, I watch, I'll flip on the PNC father and son just to see Jack Nicholas swing a golf club. You know, that's cool. It's like really? a cool really? thing. To, yeah, I think it's like, it. I enjoy, It's you're talking about your, the icons of the game. And that's what the Champions Tour should be. It should sure. just be the icons of the game. Like, if you don't win 10 times on the PGA Tour, you're not in. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. If you don't, if you're not in the, like, Stricker would be like, I don't know how many PGA Tour wins he has, but I mean, like, top five player for a considerable am- amount of your career. Like, you should have to be a real great player. Like, I would love to watch Ernie and Corey Pavin play a match. I would watch that. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Is Corey still playing? Is he still swinging it? I don't how think how fun would it be to watch Ernie hit a three hundred and Corey hit at two fifty? <laughs> it would be fun. It'd be uh, yeah, it'd be a nice different test. I I don't know how significant the audience is for that. At least give me a, that with like four other the matches. The hardcore golf fans are at least intrigued by that. So. Yeah. What what's the purse? A million bucks this week? Yeah. Uh, one point seven. All right, put one point seven across ten match play matches, and I will watch that. Have two yeah. two days of match play matches. Uh, you know, a hundred grand each with like icons in the game. Yeah, I'd watch Some that. Fantasy games around it, so you can keep doing fantasy. Oh yeah, the, the betting would be huge. Head to head bettings. Power rankings. You got to have that content. You don't want to get rid of that. Champions Tour power rankings. So. All right. Any other thoughts on the Cola Guard? We'll, we'll be talking about this. It doesn't start till Friday. Yarmo Sandlin, the Monday qualifier. God, I was deep down the rabbit hole of Yarmo stuff. 
they need to talk about him on Friday or post about it on the Instagram page. Yeah, follow so. the Instagram page. It's, it's, there we go. It's uh, it's, there's a content just constantly flowing over there. At Sometimes. Shotgun Start Pod. <clears throat> yeah, for now. Until my wife gets mad at me and your wife gets mad at you. That's the way you can support the podcast. Follow the Instagram page. Yeah, another way. Like, really just generates zero money for us. Just really support us over it's, there. It's just time. <laughs> just <laughs> cost, That I waste. Takes time and yields no money. So just hop on over there. All right. Uh, I'll swear on the schedule for the week. Uh, your corn fairy tour, the El Bosque, El Bosque, Mexico championship, not on TV. The, uh, purse is six hundred fifty six hundred fifty thousand per usual. Defending champ is Martin Trainer. Did he play in this after winning Puerto Rico, or was this not in a different time slot last year? Must be, or maybe it wasn't even played last year. Maybe they forgot to update the page. The notables in the field. Oh my god! <laughs> Who's writing these fucking notables sections? Notables are Davis Riley, Braden Thornberry, and then this is just uncut shotgun start fried egg stuff. Marty Doe, the Doughboy, <laughs> Nick Hardy. <laughs> Marty, Vince- I think Marty Doe. I think Marty Doe's uh, using a fried egg towel this week. Is he? I, b- I believe so. I think my, my, uh, the, the Friday, uh, Will, Will Knights has been in contact with the cat, Marty Doe's caddy. Oh, my God. That's great. Uh, by the way, is this the last week for the pool? Speaking of Will Knights? Yes. Okay. We're we can do up, an update. We're coming up with some gifts. We got some gifts. For, we'll, for we'll the first pool, too. For the first pool as well. <laughs> We really, we promise. We yeah, I promise we have not forgotten about you. So Marty Doughboy, Nick Hardy, Vince India, Byron Meth, these notables, Andy Pope, and the Ass Man, Tyrone Vaz- Van Aswagen. <laughs> so you got Hardy and in India, your Illinois friends, By- the Meth Heads, Pope, Mr. Golden Tea, and the Ass Man. I don't I'm, know who's fighting I must, I must, they, three of the notables grew up playing uh, junior golf in the Chicago suburbs. It's pretty incredible. And the others, meth and the ass man, the meth heads. I think there are a lot of meth heads at the uh, El Bosque Country Club in Leon, Mexico. Possibly. Traveling south of the border. The meth heads unite. They, they, they go all over the place. You can uh, find meth heads pretty much everywhere. <laughs> it is a problem. Yes. Okay. That's your uh, Corn Fairy Tour. You can watch it nowhere this week. Asian Tour, PGA Tour of Australia, I guess is streaming on golfchannel.com. That is the New Zealand Open. Defending champ, Zach Murray, in the field, notables at the New Zealand Open, a national open here. Ogilvy is playing. Choi, Ogilvy, KJ Choi, Jeff Ogilvy, Pernilla Lindbergh, Daniel Chopra, Wait, Pernilla Lindbergh from uh, the LPGA Tours play? I guess. She's listed in Notables. That's cool. That's that's actually, cool. How is nobody talking about that? Joy Ogilvy Lindbergh, Daniel Chopra. Who's right? Daniel Chopra, Richard T. Lee. Not to be confused with the Richard Lee with the shoulder-length hair, who is coaching up Nick Taylor. And Zach Boshu. So Danny Chops went from Puerto Rico to New Zealand? From PGA Tour Live in Riviera 
to Puerto Rico to New Zealand. Guy's not going to hang it up. He's playing all right. Lindbergh's playing. That's fantastic. New Zealand Open allegedly streaming. We are uh, here's the tournament boss. They call okay. they don't call it the tournament director in New Zealand. They call him tournament boss. How awesome is that? I like it. It's way better name, tournament boss and tournament director. Yep. John Hart. Uh, we're always looking for innovation and and to be creative, and we want this tournament to be fun. And Pernilla just fits it. So That's great. Yeah, she says she's very uh, realistic with expectations. It's going to be tough competing against the guys, but uh, you know, she—I think she she's played really well in, in the LPGA. We also have uh, that's fan, that's amazing. So that that is something to keep tabs on. We also have news from our friend Barry Henson, very handsome this week. No Did way. You see this? Uh uh-uh. uh So I, I guess it's a pro am format. Does that make sense for an open? Doesn't. I'm told it's a pro-am format, at least our, our friend Barry Henson, David Isaacson, which is Barry Henson's buddy, says it's a pro-am for- format, and Barry's partner this week for the 101st New Zealand Open, would you guess? Who's his amateur partner? No clue. Larry Fitzgerald. No way. Yeah, flying over, sandbagging his way across the Pacific after winning the Pebble Beach uh, pro-am for the second time. Larry flew to flew to New Zealand, and he's uh, Barry Henson's partner. Kind of amazing. Uh, this is what I'm told. Uh, I, Unreal. I did not fact. We did not fact check that. I but. think we should try and see if Barry can get Larry for the pod. Maybe Larry and Barry could come on guest appearance. What would we do? Some uh, handicap auditing. What would we put him under the? I think we just need to ask the questions. Do you, do you rise in competition? You know, I think that's I think that's the situation here. Ask about Sherman. I don't think Larry Sherman. Fitz was ever a combine guy, right? Uh, maybe. I mean, he was a stud. He's a stud, obviously. I mean, like he almost won he's the Heisman. Yeah, he almost won the Heisman and everything. But I don't think he's like a gaudy combine guy. I think he just is like. One of those great competitors, great route runner, you know, like obviously a physical specimen, but not anybody who plays wide receiver in the NFL is a physical specimen. But, you know, I think he's a guy that just elevates. He's a competitor. We got got Todd McShay over here talking about Larry Fitzgerald's route running. Whatever. You know what? I'm trying great to make a point runner. that he. I got you. He's got great hands. Yeah, I mean, he was a legend. He might, yes, he's a legendary receiver. He I got, got your point. Yeah, so he, he could be a guy that when the lights get brighter, he plays better. That's a real thing. I gotcha. I we gotcha. don't. It, it could segue us perfectly into Brooksy, the GQ. Do they enter those scores from Pebble? Their handicap? You would think they do, right? No, maybe not, because you're picking up a bunch. Does that get entered? Those scores? Probably not. It's a best ball. Who knows? All right. Uh, news. That's it. Your schedule for the week. Should we get on a news? Yes. Brooksy does a big interview in GQ. I didn't learn much from it. Did you? Did you read it? I did read it. I read the whole thing. I wrote down some notes. So, I mean, the writer was, it was it's a great writer, all that, but it was really kind of playing the hits. I think it was more for people who haven't been paying attention to Brooks to the last year. Like a lot of it was stuff we already knew and the, the narratives we'd already become familiar with. Um, Brooksy, but it was a good read. Brooksy really contradicted himself in it. 
I don't, I don't have friends. I don't talk to anyone on tour, but I, then I text them after they win. Well, Is that, well what you're that, at? that, that, but also he was like, he's like, if I did it all over, I'd be a baseball player. I'm not a golf nerd. I don't really like, you know, he talks about how he's like, doesn't really love golf essentially, you know? And then, and then like yeah. uh, a few paragraphs later, there's quotes that say like, I absolutely love the game of golf. Yeah. It's yeah. just like kind of like, well, you just said you didn't, you would rather be like you be a baseball player and, you know, you didn't really love, you're not a golf nerd and you're not into all the, yeah. it, um, yeah. I did, I did, I, didn't... I do really enjoy his, he just reminds me of a 90s basketball player, 80s, 90s basketball player. The attitude so. that the superstars had where, you know, we now live in this like buddy buddy thing where everybody's teaming up no more than your, your hero, LeBron, Mr. Mr. Team up, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. Superstar mm-hmm. duo. And sure. I, I, there's a respect to guys that are like truly competing. And there's like a, the attitude of like, you know what? Like I want to win and I don't have to be friends with, with everybody that I'm peers with. And I think that's true. Like, I have friends that were coworkers, but like, you know. Oh, oh, yeah. I I am on board with that. Like, when I got out of college, and uh, yeah, I, I I was always the most suspicious. I was always the most suspicious of the people whose like only friends were the ones that were like you. You went to happy hour, then you hung out on Saturday, then you hung out on Sunday, and you hung out. You know, you went to dinners during the week. Because whatever, out of college, I was, you know, whatever, doing gopher work at like this white shoe law firm. It's just like, you got to have a life outside your work. I'm always very suspicious of the people who are only friends with the people in their lives. That, that's a warning sign to me. Right? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. I, I, I'm just like getting at like that Brooks is, I think Brooks is more normal than most PGA Tour pros. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, like I, he doesn't just fall into like, oh, I, I play golf and, tra- and travel from place to place with these guys. So I have to be best friends with them. No, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. I also loved how I he think talked. that's a product somewhat of like not being like maybe a top AJGA player and things like that. Of course, he had talent. Of course, he was. Uh, uh, and he went to Florida State. A quality player. Yeah. But he's not doing the whole like he had a life before then. It was public golf and it was, you know, playing other sports, things like that. I, I just think some of that whole cool crowd is just it goes back way, way back to high school. So and, and he wasn't a part of that. Would you rather go on uh on on Ricky and Jordan and JT's spring break or Brooks's spring break? Probably Brooksies. I don't know. I don't. What's? I don't know. I don't care. Would you rather Bryson or Reed win? It's 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 a toss up. It doesn't matter. Um, I what also, would you rather do? I I don't know. I think there'd be more more bal- I think I'd get along with more people on Brooks's. Just lifting weights and slamming vodka. Uh, well, I think you. Could, I could just you could hang out with them, and they're they're probably people that talk more about than just golf i'm like the biggest golf nerd in the world but I, you know i enjoy yeah. talking about other stuff with people too completely 
Completely. Um, he, I loved his theory about the visual thing when even when they were talking about him rinsing it at, at Augusta and how he, no expression because he didn't want Tiger to know how he hit it. That was brilliant. Yeah. That's we it. got yeah he got into that at the U.S. Open. Probably. Yeah, but that's a brilliant thing to do. Like from a competitor mm-hmm. angle, is like if nobody knows how you hit it, like you can usually hear if you're playing mm-hmm. in the group with somebody. Mm-hmm. How they hit it, but the group Tiger and the group behind, he wouldn't have been able to hear how that how it was hit. Yep, I hate to bring up the Bamberger book again every every freaking episode, but I read last night. Tiger talks about that. It's like it was critical that we were in threesomes on final round of the Masters because I'm in the final group. You want to see and hear who you're playing against, and yeah, you can tell a guy made par, but you can't tell. You know, did a guy hit it hollow? Or is he flushing it? Yes. I hear a couple. I use the word hollow. I hear a couple hollow shots, and I see a par. I know you, that's not going to hang on. If I only see a par on the leaderboard, I can't tell is it hollow or is he flushing it. It was, you know, similar to what Brooksy's talking about. That that is such a good point. That's kind yeah. of what it ties back to the Honda. Like this week, if you're not hitting, if you're hitting it hollow, you're, it's not going to be a good week in the Florida wind. <clears throat> right. And that I mean that was just kind of the quirk of that Masters with threesomes off two tees because of the moved up the storms. So, uh, yeah, I love that about Brooks. I mean, that is actually a th- really thoughtful and considered, considered and strategic and kind of uh, I don't want to use like an MJ ask type thing, Tiger ask type competitive thing where That's- I am not. Although Tiger always says you know curses on himself and throws his clubs. Yeah, I so. I think that what they're talking about is like that's like that next level competitor thing where you yeah. notice stuff like like these are two of the greatest major players of all time. You yep. know, I, I think you could put Brooks in that category at this point um, is that you these are the guys that understand golf it, it, like that's the stuff you notice. It, it's something that like Dustin Johnson's. Honestly, his like the last time I saw him play, I was like offended by how horrible it sounded when he was hitting the ball. And he hasn't played great, you know, recently. Yeah. But like yeah. that's it, it's like that minor minor thing. Like when Dustin Johnson's hit flushing it, he blows people out. Yeah. And that's been like, what's wrong with Dustin Johnson? Like he hasn't been flushing it. Yeah. Like that's the. Think about the incredible like personal like discipline and willpower it takes to hit like uh you'd be uh, you know maybe the best in the world at what you do you hit a shitty shot and just not do anything just completely not grimace not sigh and i'm not does that 100 percent of the time but it's it's an impressive quality that he has and then there and it's not just because he's a robot there's actual competitive thought behind it so uh hosan Choi probably the opposite does show you how he's feeling about every shot yeah all right that's it brooksy gq i i don't know i guess the interesting thing was like he has nobody's number doesn't have rory's number doesn't be, want to be friends with guys out but then the text I them text them after that it was I, I whatever i i i learned a lot more about rory from those interviews than i did brooks but maybe that's just because I mean, we pay attention to golf and it's not GQ is not for necessarily the hardcore golf fan. So like I kind of knew all those narratives and knew how Brooks stood on a lot of that stuff. But it was a good read. Good read. 
And I love the talking about the snobbery while wearing like ten thousand dollar shirts and clothes and GQ. Right? Yeah. In between pages of Prada ads and you know, whatever else. Okay. Any other news? Troon gets the British Open or the Open Championship 2023. Commemorate 100 years since it first got one. It's 20, going back there pretty quick. 2023 is pretty good majors year. What you is got it? Masters, Oak Hill. Granted, it could be snowing. <laughs> could be, could be snowing. Grant, uh, and it's you know, but newly restored Oak Hill, and then you go LACC Troon. Whoa, pretty good. pretty good. Not bad. Pretty, pretty good. Sawgrass on the front end there, too. So. Get, get out of here, that <laughs> bullshit. All right, I don't have anything else. Um, you got Reed, Reed's mother-in-law. <laughs> You're reading my notes. Janet kessler Crane's back on Facebook shouting about stuff. Are you talking about Reed or Thomas? This is the golf channel. I don't know what the what the subject of the post was that provoked her so but she said she goes are you talking about reed or thomas on missed cuts reed misses max three a year stellar go team reed can we fact check that i think he missed more than three last year but does just jt miss a bunch i don't understand what he does miss a decent amount of cuts Reed is Masters champion. Where's Justin Thomas's green right. jacket, Chambly? Or better, where is yours? LOL, three exclamation points. You right? You ready? Is this the filter that he's talking about that his team? Like, meanwhile, they're on Facebook comments. Well, that's off. where that's where uh, Mrs. Reed's getting all of her info. Maybe we Ms. need to start. Mrs. Corain. Mrs. Corain. Not in the picture. Mrs. Corain. I think we should start posting the pod over on Facebook all the time, and maybe we could get... get uh, Get her in the in the comments section. Facebook crowd. All right. Uh, so 2013, Reed missed 11 cuts. Well, all right. 2014, okay. six. 2015, two. 2016, three. 2017, six. 2018, five. 2019, two. This year, he's missed two already. So, so max three a year, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking more. he probably averages about five or six. The, the median would suggest it would would be in the five or six range. So she's sort of calling out JT in these comments. Where's Justin Thomas's green jacket? Just taking kind of in the crossfire there. It's JT. So I, I J- why is she why is she calling out JT? He's younger than Patrick Reed. He has more PGA Tour wins. They have the same amount of majors. <laughs> doesn't have a FedEx Cup. JT's got a FedEx Cup. I like they don't. That's not a tree she should be barking up. This is our via Dylan DeShare, who, I don't know, he's lurking. He's out there on Facebook in the swamp picking up comments. It's a dangerous place to be out on Facebook. Yeah. Lord. Uh, I just, I, I, get off the internet. You're, you, you got all the money in the world. Your son-in-law is a world-class golfer. And you've got all these exclamation points, all caps, emojis. Just just keep out of it. I, I, it's not hard to stay off Facebook. So, all right. Any other news? You done? We good? I'm done. This Australian World. amateur won a, a, a LAT event by eight shots. It was something Holy we crap. missed. Um, pretty crazy. Can we give her name at least? Yeah. Stephanie Kuriako? Uh, yeah. She beat Ian Cho. 
who who just won a couple weeks ago the yeah. i think the the handa isps handa was it women's open no that was no it was it was the congruent or concurrent concurrent event the mixed yeah. mixed event at the beach okay maybe maybe she won that no she, mb won the women's open right women's open yeah and then yeah, yeah, yeah. i and show won the other one i think so. shout out stephanie curia curiaku curiaku something like that on the jeff king motors australian ladies classic 10th amateur to win she'll be the at the LET anwa 42 years what hopefully she's playing the anwa that'd be cool i mean she, be, was ranked, she was ranked she was ranked 90th in the world amateur golf rankings heading into this week and won a professional Jeez. event by eight shots that's insane amazing you know this would be a jackie robinson like story joe <laughs> namath like story it's not quite Lucas Beergard, though. It's a little bit different than Lucas Beergard. You know, everybody's selling the forty is celebrating the fortieth anniversary of the Miracle on Ice this week. I just want to see if we get that kind of response for the one year anniversary in Austin. But is he even in the field? He may not be. All right, that does it for this Wednesday episode. Your PGL schedule gets bumped yet another day. Jazzy J. It's becoming becoming Troy Meredith and Jazzy J. Maybe we'll do it Friday. Friday's a good time for that. All right. Enjoy your hump days. Enjoy your Friday juniors. We will uh, check in with you on Friday. Get your uh, picks in for Champions Store Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs>